Yes. Welcome, everybody, to uh, Reflections on the 12 Steps with Paul Hederman. This is not an AA meeting. Um, it's Paul's Reflections on a passage out of the big book, and it's based on uh, oh, a theme that he always comes back to, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what defeated us. And uh, the uh, reading for the day, Paul, is on page 50. Uh, it's the bottom of the page, last paragraph. Here are thousands of men and women, worldly ind indeed. They flatly declare that since they have come to believe in a power greater than themselves, to take a certain attitude toward that power and to do certain simple things, there's been a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking. In the face of collapse and despair, in the face of the total failure of their human resources, they found that a new power, peace, happiness, and sense of direction flowed into them. This happened soon after they wholeheartedly met a few simple requirements. My favorite part here. Once confused and baffled by the seeming futility of existence, they show the underlying reasons why they were making a heavy going of life. Leaving aside the drink question, they tell why living was so unsatisfactory. They show how the change came over them. When many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of their lives, they present a powerful reason why one should have faith. That's the reading, Paul. Thanks, Kurt. And, uh, nice to see everybody. Is the volume good? Yeah. 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 It sounds good. All right. Good. Uh, yeah. We've gone over this once, I think, or twice before. Uh, so I'll just read it. So. Here are thousands of men and women, worldly indeed. They flatly declare that since they have come to believe in a power greater than themselves, what is that but step two, yeah? They have come to believe, and it says in step two, came to believe, so it's already a fact, yeah? Uh, so how do we get to that fact of the second step? Through observation, really. Remember, I came in, and I looked at, you know, I took a look at things in like after five weeks and I hadn't drank or used in five weeks. So I basically had observed that something was doing for me what no human power could do, which is step two in my view. Yeah. So there has been a, to take a certain attitude toward the power, which is the third step. Yeah. We, the employee, it, the higher power, the employer. We're not employing the higher power. The higher power is employing us. Yeah, It's a fundamental attitude, I feel. And it seems to have worked well in the years I've, of sobriety. And <laughs> it hasn't really ever deviated because it's a basic. Yeah, You can tinker with a lot of stuff, but the the basic underlying platform or foundation uh, 
you know, you can change the furniture in every room every year, but the foundation lays the same. Yeah. So this is the foundation, the new attitude uh, or to take a certain attitude toward that power. What's that power? We're the employee and it's the employer. Yeah. A lot of times when you're looking through at from self-centeredness, you're trying to employ the employer to get you out of a jam like right now <laughs> or get you a girlfriend or get you a job. And I don't think that's the attitude they're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's meant, you know, we are meant to become of maximum use. It's not, we're going to be, we're going to maximally use something else. Yeah. Uh, it says to take a certain attitude toward that power and to do certain simple things, which is, well, the working steps, four through nine, and then living the suggestions that are really uh, advertisings for principles. And then here we go. And then mm, there has been a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking. Yes. When I read this, you know, I feel uh, maybe you don't identify with these descriptions, but if you do the, if you let, you know, stay in the program and go through the process, you will. You'll have an intimacy when they talk about the symptoms of the problem and the effects of the solution. Yeah. Yeah. So in the face of, of collapse and despair, yeah, pitiful, incomprehensible, demoralization. <laughs> I mean, that to me is one of the most uh, accurate descriptions of the condition. Pitiful, fearful, you know, complete demoralization. <laughs> that was pretty good. In the face of collapse and despair, in the face of the total failure of their human resources, yeah, like their mom or, you know, <laughs> Their girlfriend, their boyfriend, you know. I haven't asked Uncle Fred for money. Let me call Uncle Fred. <laughs> they found that a new power. And I always like the word, way they use new. Yeah? They could have easily said they found a power. But they say a new power. Yeah? So we can't see that we can't sort of describe and define the new power from the old power, yeah, because it's a new power, yeah. It's implying we were under the effect of an old power, which is the addiction or the parasite, and now we're in a, under the effect of a new power. It's not like the new power is just going to make the old power better. I don't. It's not that way. It's a distinctly uh, binary, uh, multiple choice either trusting the infinite or the finite self. It's like you can't have two employers at the same time <laughs> unless you have two jobs <laughs> out here in the world. But in this case, as Jesus support, supposedly said, uh, you can't have two masters at the same time. Yeah, just the way it goes. And the proof is in the pudding. You may thinking you're working under the one master, but if this, the effects are exactly the same as they were under the old master, I would imagine you're under the old master's effect, yeah? Just seem to make sense. And the, the old master, the self, 
this parasite's pretty tricky because it's talking to us as us. It presents its ideas, our, our ideas. It presents its resentments as our resentments. <laughs> and how are you going to get out of something if you keep call it, just calling it you? It's impossible. And we have all attempted in, in a huge way to get out of self. Yeah. And here we are. Hopefully in the humble admittance, self can't get out of self. So in the face of clap, they found that a new power, peace and happiness and sense of direction flowed into them. Yeah, I feel like change that's directed can be seen as growth. Yeah. So I always wanted to change how I felt and shit like that, but it didn't go anywhere. The change that comes over us through the process of participating in this program is directed change to me, and that's growth, yeah? And it's, it's, it has a certain intention to outgrow fear, to outgrow this stuff by growing into, to, to, you know, growing into the faith in the higher power, yeah? There's always going to be that dualistic effect that if you grow into something, you're growing out of something, yeah? So you're growing out of something, and now we're going into something. That which we're growing out of is not doing the growing in. Yeah. yeah. That would be the same old boss. New boss is same as the old boss. Yeah. This is the dilemma, because when you're when the act of identification is working. The one that's in the act or seemingly at the effect of that act doesn't know it. <laughs> it's beautiful. And they fall into that uh, incredible explanation, self can't get out of self. And I would just say right now, the first self call your name, Paul can't get out of self. And then we're going to look through that trance-like mirage and when we look through it in the, with the lenses of AA, you'll see self can't get out of self <laughs> because Paul is the activity of self. <laughs> so, all right. Up here, it's Paul trying to get out of self. Makes a lot of sense to Paul. <laughs> yeah. But if you do an x-ray and you get through the illusory presentation and you see what's actually going on, that was captured by observation of people in the program of recovery. And their observation was self can't get out of self, self, AKA Paul, Nina, Bill, Kurt. Yeah. Wait a minute. Now it makes sense why self can't get out of self for Paul, because it wasn't for Paul. It was AKA self. What? Yeah. This is the new way, the new freedom. Paul isn't going with it. <laughs> that image of Paul. When you meet the image of Paul and Steve and Mary and Joyce under the, under the uh, domination of alcoholism, after a while, you're meeting alcoholism. There's, you're not seeing Paul. Jim, Mary, or Joyce. 
And you may think like you're talking to a lot of people, but you're really talking to something that's taken over a lot of people. Really? (laughs) Because Jim may have the exact same resistance as Joyce has (laughs) to the message. (laughs) See, these, these like visions to me imply so much more. When I had that vision of, how did these people get my thoughts and had a possibility? Hey, maybe they're not my thoughts. That was huge. It was huge. It opened up a lot of space. And I was in a claustrophobic condition. I was almost as if the spider had cocooned me and I was on its web, <laughs> just dangling, all, all the while having a story that I'm free doing this and doing that. But I was basically in a fucking mental cocoon, (laughs) but I wasn't going to turn into a butterfly. It was just like the freezer for the spider. It was going to come and stir out my life, maybe a little bit at a time. Yeah. And there the cocoon would be there and the thing that was in the cocoon would be there, but the life would be extracted. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, All right, so they found that no human heart resources. They found that a new power, this happened soon after they wholeheartedly met a very few simple requirements. What are them? What is that? Yeah. Well, maybe staying sober today. That requirement, you know, maybe uh, doing the working steps, maybe... I would say for many of us, I don't think service is a choice. It's a requirement. Yeah, truly. How are you going to know there's an out if if you can't get, if you're always in? Yeah. So when you're in the cocoon all the time, your attention and interest, when you're in service, it pulls it out and you see what it's like outside of that little mental capsule called Paul. Yeah, I think it's a requirement. Uh, Let me go back to what it says. Once confused and baffled by the seeming futility of existence, they they show the underlying reasons why they were making heavy going of life. Yeah. So now the same thing that was confusing us and baffling us with these new lenses, these new glasses of recovery become uh, the solution in a way. By looking from it, it was the problem. By seeing it, it's the solution because you see it's not you. And then there's something to do when you see something is not you. Let's say you call it alcoholism. There's step six and seven. Yeah. So confused and baffled by the seeming futility of existence, they show the underlying reasons why they were making heavy going of life. That's it. Yeah. That's the value of the heavy going in life is it can show you why there was the heavy going of life. Yeah. And maybe perhaps there's a better way. And basically it boils down to two possibilities. Trusting the finite self or trusting the infinite. 
It's the same faith. It's what it's in. Yeah. If faith is in finite self, you're going to be at the effect of a lot of mental anxiety concerning actually what's not happening. Yeah. That same faith will enrich your morning. Yeah. You'll be completely here at the Zoom because there's nowhere else you could be at. Yeah. It's just simple, you know. It's weird that we have to call just seeing things how they are as acceptance. <laughs> it's just it's just pure observation. Yeah. You're just here. I mean, oh, now I'm going to do this great, great effort and choice. And look at me. I'm going to accept things as they are. <laughs> oh, great one. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, we bow at at your lovely knees. Yes. Acceptance is the is just clear seeing. You just see what's going on. Yeah. And then you obviously you just smoothly flow into the day you're in. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just become the groove that overrides all the mystical attractions of the other songs on the album. You're just in, yeah, here now. <laughs> you, oh, I, I left it. I've got to put the, the needle on. No, yeah, just admit you didn't leave it and the needle is right in place. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your hands off it and it will go much better. So. Uh, leave aside the drink question, which is very nice. Eh? How do you really leave aside the drink question by not drinking? Yeah. <laughs> so if the if the mental state keeps presenting the question, should I or shouldn't I drink? You're in a state of abstinence. Yeah. You, you don't have to worry about starting uh, stopping because you're not starting. Yeah. <laughs> The race was changed before it started, yes? By not a human power, but by through a higher power. Yeah? So leaving aside the drink question, yeah, by not having a question about drinking. <laughs> That's a good way to leave it, decide, leave behind. And can you do that? That's what we admit we can't. Can something do it through us? Yes. Will we let it? I hope so. Yeah. How long do I have to do this? A day at a time. <laughs> what's a de what's demanded of me? A, a couple simple requirements. <laughs> can I measure? The pros and cons take as long as you like. <laughs> AA will be here, hopefully. Yeah. You may not be, but AA will still be here. The invitation will still be here when you may leave. You may have left. Yeah. 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 So, leaving aside the drink question, they tell why living was so unsafe unsatisfactory hopefully because any life run on self will can hardly be a success 
they show that the what how the change came over them. Yeah, admitting you're fucked. Yeah, making a decision to turn you will and I fully take care of something else. Doing the working steps. That's what they're going to probably tell you. Doing service, keeping commitment, not drinking. <laughs> yeah. When many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God, don't you believe the con? If it's, let's not get caught up with the word God, but the meaning of it. Yeah. The consciousness of the presence of whatever, don't you think that's always available at all times? We've just been unconscious to that by being super aware or hyper aware of something that we're not really self. Hey, honey, just let that ring out. I can't find the phone. So, yeah. So, hold on one second. Now I can. Now I found the phone. See, this is sort of just like what we described. I didn't know what to, where the phone was. Then I heard the phone, and now I then I found it. Yeah. So the program will allow you to finally see the underlying conditions that cause this insanity. Yeah, by looking at the insanity with a new pair of glasses, and then. That unsuspected inner resource is not is not is known now, and that which you were vague about, you're pretty clear on, yeah. Which is, uh, it's best for me not to drink <laughs> or use, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let me go to the next thing. We talked of well, where is it here? All right. When many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of their lives, it's basically an effect is the only a fact of our lives. Yes. There's a conscious presence. Yeah. Today doesn't mean it wasn't there before. It means we seemingly weren't there before. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been here. We seemingly weren't. Yeah. <laughs> so that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of their lives. And I, it's probably been the most important fact of every day. Yeah. But now we finally got keyed into that. And now we're living, I hope some of us, living under that fact as a fact yeah is today that the consciousness of the presence of god is today the most important fact of their lives so basically it's either the consciousness is completely sucked up into self or it's yes higher power it's just that way it's today the most important fact of our lives they present a powerful reason why one should have faith? No, I think the powerful re reason is why one should have faith in. Because the faith is there. It's what it's put in, yeah? 
When someone says they have no faith, that's a demonstration of faith. They have faith in the, the idea that they have no faith. You can't, faith is, is the moving force of things here, yeah? We don't have to have faith, we already have it. It's, it's to see where it's been put into, yeah? By the, it's sort of like, this is how you get to know the tree of faith by the fruit. So it's obvious when you're under the spell of self and you're residing mostly in the mental condition, that faith in that mental condition is provoking or producing a lot of mental anxiety that causes us to feel fearful, yet there's no apparent threat. That can only come about by faith, yeah? The only way something that isn't so can seem to be so is faith, yeah? So the faith is there, and we've realized we've been at that, the effect of that misdirected faith. And we admitted that we can't change that direction. And by admitting it and then participating in this design of living, that design of living changes the direction of the faith. Instead of to the finite self, it goes to the higher power. Yeah. And we have a process to watch that transfer. We don't do the transfer. We're the expression of the transfer. Yeah. Something else does the transfer. And I know you know that because it feels like it. It feels like something is doing for me or you shit that we couldn't do. It feels like that. That's the overall feeling in most days. So the faith is available, but it's what is it available to? Because I believe the parasite is using faith to reinforce its seeming existence at the expense of our existence. Yeah? So by understanding self and seeing what's powering it and admitting I'd love it to be different, but I can't seem to pull it off, nor can any human power do it. Then we get into this contract of living and we follow these simple suggestions and try to live to the best we can and uh, do the requirements. And if you can't practice these principles in all your affairs right now, limit the affairs until you can, yeah? You know, maybe this year it wouldn't be wise to go to Burning Man. Does it mean you won't be able to go to Burning Man next year if you know what Burning Man is? Yeah. But maybe right now, bro, you got two months of sobriety. Maybe you should just uh, <laughs> chill, you know, limit your affairs. It doesn't mean they're going to be limited forever, but you need to get into a better condition. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, that's about what I got to say here. So that powerful reason why one should have faith, I feel to, I feel some of the seed assignment here is to present a powerful reason why something else should direct the faith, let's say, yeah? Because obviously, 
any life run on will on self will which would be a demonstration of faith in self is hardly going to be a success yeah what do you want to call it self will let's call it higher will yeah yeah all right who's ever running the show kurt good deal good deal i love your metaphors paul and I, I remember you said one time, I use this all the time. It says, it says thoughts don't ruin our day. It's faith in those thoughts that ruin our day. You know? Yeah, for sure. It totally is. There's, faith is like a, you know, it's like a force in the, in the thin air. You don't see faith, but you can see its effects by it, the fruits. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you look at your life, it will definitely lead back to realizing you are the effect of misdirected faith. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the other part yeah. you read that could have stood out was there's been a revolutionary change in the way of living and thinking. I had a change in my way of living for 19 years, but I drank again in 19 years. But there wasn't a change in the way my thinking, yeah. you know, that thinking was still yeah. identified as the condition. Yeah. yeah. And that's so, the yeah, word my. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. I'm looking to see if there's any anybody got any hands? Anybody want to share? Uh we got Ted. Hey Paul. Ted? How are you? Uh I don't know. You need to make it down, you mean to make it back down to Redondo Beach. <laughs> Um, yeah, we just got, came back from Mexico. I'm not going any. I'm not going south anywhere right now. Okay. Uh, question <laughs> for you. You know, I've been following you for a long time, as you know, um, when we got together in Frisco and stuff. But um, I, you know, and, and this thing's been slowly seeping in, and I found that you know I really have to lean into this thing all the time. You know, it's not something I can just hit and miss, and and I'm aware of that. But, you know, as far as the self, and I'm just, because, you know, I, I, I do fairly well sometimes, and sometimes, you know, I wake up with, as I've always, you know, with vultures on the bedpost, and, and you know, my, it's just taken off right when I wake up. Why, why is it that self always brings this doom and gloom? You know, is that because of my history, my past? Um, all the things I've been programmed to think. Um, I'm just wondering why is it always, it seems like it's always just doom and gloom when I go there and put all my faith in my thinking. Well, I guess to it, it to the parasite, that works best. Hmm. Yeah. So it's just using the cards that, that you are of, and then it deals you the hand, the best hand that it thinks is the best hand. To keep you in the, on that, at the card table, which is doom and gloom. Yeah. Other people, it's a lot of false hope. It's sort of like instead of having a rude awakening, it just disguises that by saying, well, it's going to get better tomorrow, or you're just going to do it differently. Yes. It does whatever it has, whatever key works to open your door, it's going to duplicate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to go to the hardware store and get those keys made. <laughs> yeah. 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 
it's just the way it is. And it likes, it seems to like uh, doom and gloom has, as a movement, has a contractive movement, yes? Where uh, feeling content and satisfied is more of an expansive thing. And I would say the selfing tends to lean on to the contracting. Yeah. yeah. So it will add a lot of time to a, uh, and a momentary feeling and say it's the beginning of a lifelong depression, but will <laughs> will squish any feeling of joy and and uh, being in the flow by saying you don't deserve it or whatever. Yes. So it has a. It, when you've been listening to its playing all these years, after a while you can see its its methodology, like an accordion. Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, bad. Whoop. Uh, this is good, but <laughs> and you know it's sort of like just look at miracles. It tends to forget them in a half an hour, but really keeps breathing life into seeming slights for fifty years. You've got to get us a, a sense of its nature by that, eh? Yeah, its nature is foreign. It doesn't have. It doesn't see your life the way you think you want to see it. It doesn't. And it, uh, you know, it's, uh, and the dilemma is, or really the solution is, if you admit it, is a powerlessness. Yeah. You're walking around, I'm walking around thinking I got a lot of power to do a lot of shit about everything. And maybe I do, but not in this one area. Yeah. The key in this one area is to admit powerlessness. Yeah. 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 And if you keep waiting for it to admit its powerlessness, <laughs> forget yeah. about it. I like yeah. to see it as foreign. And therefore, when I'm racing and it's racing with me, I see that event as two different things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm running the same. I'm running the same race as two different people as the same person, I think there's a foreign element in my life that for a period of time was quite dominant. And I, I've lived through, and thank God I've lived through that period and came out of it, yeah? But a lot of people don't, yeah? And when that condition is in a dominant position, it's a very, very jealous position. It doesn't brook any other gods put before it. So as it says in the big book, first, you got to quit playing God. And how the quit playing God occurs, in my experience, is to seeing that which is playing God is not me. Yeah. Because I felt I know if that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God ad infinitum. Yeah. It's hmm. a dead end. Even though it may have like 800 miles on the on the GPS we're listening to, in your life experience, it's a dead fucking end. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm not waiting, uh, you know, for the snake to become a service animal. Yeah. <laughs> I think it has a parasitical nature, and uh, uh, and that's its programming. That's the base of the programming. That's why I love the term in recovery new all the time, because this is not a revamping of the old. Yeah. It's new. Yes. 
See, I'm not wanting a new life of the old life. I want a new life from the old life. Yeah? Yeah. And the bridge of that is always described as new in our book. New attitude and outlook, new happiness and freedom, new, new, new. Yeah? It's not a rehabbed or a, a renovated old. It's a moving away. Yeah? And a moving towards. It's not a moving away and moving towards as the away. It's a moving away and moving towards. Yeah? It's not the away that's moving towards. <laughs> <laughs> that which we're moving away from, we don't need to move towards. We'd rather not. We'd rather leave it at the airport. Yeah? <laughs> it's excess baggage. <laughs> and especially you'll probably miss your flight if you wait for it because <laughs> it doesn't have an intention of going anywhere towards the light <laughs> does it i was just with a lot of uh spiritual people this weekend and uh there's a lot of way of avoiding light by attempting constantly to move towards it <laughs> it could be seen as a way of avoiding that you are the light yeah <laughs> it's just the way the head works so yeah yeah thanks so ted yeah, you're in the doom and gloom variety yeah. others are in eternally hopeful in a hopeless condition variety <laughs> another one it's not my fault and actually that's true but it's other people's faults, and that's completely false. <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, distinct branches with their own fruit, but it's the same root, the same tree. Yeah? Yeah. 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 It's not it's as bad as it used to be, for sure. You know? Even in the alcoholism as a disease, there's the periodics, there's the one that go on benders, and then they can be good for a month or two. Then there's the ones that drink every day. There's a lot of variations. Yeah. But it's the same, it's the same base. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. And so just if you can start holding it as what we've been sharing, that it's not of you, that the weakening of the my is going to a weak is going to weaken the effects of what comes after it. Yes, it just is. Yeah. What seems to be intolerable as yours, you can actually live with. <laughs> when the my weakens. Yes, you can. I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I've watched it over the years in this arena, in this uh, theater. Yeah. You start, instead of changing everything, you start fitting, there's a fitting around it, and then you see it differently. Yeah? And things that you thought you could never live with actually become an asset through this process. Yeah? Yeah. So, doom and gloom so, may make you an incredible horror, a horror writer. You'll start <laughs> writing books. <laughs> Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. 
So we got a couple more hands, Paul. Sally's next. Hello, hi. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, hold on, I just need some tea. That's empty. Anyway, um, I did a lot of things that all talked about just what you were saying about parasite made me think of something like like there's a lot of talk of welcoming and allowing and everything but I did a lot of that but it didn't seem to make that much difference to stuff because then <laughs> I became a welcomer and a, and a, and a and allower and so it's like investigating anger it's like yeah well, I could do that and then you're saying a parasite, and I've thought, oh, no, but then that would mean that I'm making an enemy of part of myself, but it's not part of myself, right? But the thing is, it's wait, you're in too friendly of a condition now, so you, you have to go the opposite way and see it as, and then it will be what it is. But right now, you're already in a condition that you're trying to think about the parasite condition from. Yes. If you're right, if yeah. the act of identified is the activity of really how the whole takeover of this possibility or the the myopic self-centeredness can dominate, yeah, you better use the uh the trick in the trade, which is seeing it as foreign. Because if you keep calling it you, you're bound to that idea. Yeah. So I would start calling it other. Don't get too slick. Just use the techniques, yeah? We're using duality to negate duality. Yes, so we paint a picture of it and put a, we make it the uh, the antichrist, the antagonist of the film, so that you maybe have an, a hit that it could be foreign to you, and that's gonna open up the possibility of being free from it, yeah? Right now, whatever you've been doing seemingly hasn't worked, so this is the possibility. And we're really more interested in, is there a someone that's welcoming? And therefore, the one who's trying to be welcome is also a someone that's not welcoming. That, to me, is the bondage of self. The welcoming or not welcoming is just a, an accessory or a utensil the mental state uses. And then you get caught up in the, the school of studying the utensils and trying to change instead of a spatula, use a spoon, all the while being the same chef, yeah? So the whole point here is to question the idea of who is it that's gonna welcome and who is it that wasn't welcoming, yeah? And if you see it's not you, you'll lose interest in the not welcoming and therefore you use interest in trying to become more welcoming and you'll probably end up being more welcoming without any effort or thought. Yeah. That's been my observation over the years. Yeah. So I don't want to talk about it as a part of us because it's always, it's living as if it's all of us. So I like to see it as a part of us. But in the act of identification, it's living as the all of us. And therefore, we're not trying to mend one part to the other. Some That one part has assumed the whole role. Yeah? It's called self. <laughs> Long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It's not trying to match its parts up like a jigsaw puzzle. 
it's already tucking over the whole picture. Yeah. So yeah, try to greet it as a part of you as that part. It's going to be self trying to get out of self. Yeah. By saying self, self is in self. It's just, I'm telling you, I've seen every little trick it's ever pulled in all the spiritual fucking circuses. I've met a lot of spiritual groups. A lot. And I'm telling you, it has certain gymnastics, it applies at every circus it works for. Yeah. And one of them is, oh, yes, it's part of me. You're all partitioned already. This isn't like the unifying of Northern and Southern Ireland. Yes. It's the island that doesn't feel unified. <laughs> That's the point. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that's how I see it. It's a, if you look at it, do I think all day that it's a parasite? No, I use it as an image to get something across because how the possibility of being truly free from whatever you want to call it worked in this life was seeing it as foreign. Yeah, it was just that simple. Yeah, while I saw it as a part of me or this or that, it had all of me. When I saw it as foreign, there was a distinction that led to a, an ability or a possibility of being free from it. Yes? So this is what's worked and this is what I pass on. If it works some way with you, great, I don't care. I hope so. I hope it works. That's what I care about. I'm just sharing how it's, I've seen it work. And I, and I sure have seen it how it doesn't work in my own example and tons of other people I've met. So I have come to see a lot of versions of it not working. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the guise of spirituality, in the guise of a lot of things. Yeah. So basically, this is how it worked. The possibility wasn't available to me until I saw that which has was defeating me as far as that's that's how it was yeah so there you have it that's why i sell cod i didn't ride i didn't jump out of the sea as a mackerel it was cod <laughs> cod cod was was the message <laughs> so yeah don't get too slick off for yourself it's not gonna work i'm just gonna pass that on personally don't get too too slick. Just stay stupid in a way. Do what we do. Yeah. Of this program and let these ideas in. Yeah. And then these ideas in don't have to, they don't become a come by. Ah, oh, yes. Let's all, every part of me come in because that one part's going to dominate once you let it in again. It's not going to blend into the unity of all. It doesn't see unity, it sees advantage that's what it sees yes it doesn't want to be a part of you that's integrated and homogenized in the greater it wants to be the only part of you it's called self-centeredness yes it doesn't say self-balanced self-integrated no those are pipe <laughs> it's its nature is to divide and be different and be terminally unique and right Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I don't think it's time for it to jump in the pool with the rest of you. I don't. I would keep it out of the water. And so you can see it naked, the emperor with no clothes, before it starts swimming with the rest of you and joining in on this wholesome view of life. <laughs> I, I don't think it's time to start calling it Peter. I would stay at, with Parasite. Yeah, I think that would be good. Keep it at arm's length for a while. <laughs> Even it, of course, everything is a part of us. Absolutely, yes. But in this game here, uh, absolute the absolute card doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> I've seen people trying to jump from something to nothing. They only they only appear as trying to look like they're a nothing as a something. It just doesn't work in my view. Yes. We have to see we're not the something. It's not the something seeing that it's nothing. We have to see we're not the something. Yeah. That's how it's worked with me and how it continues to work with me. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. We got one more. Jimmy, Jimmy R. Hey, Paul, what's happening? Um, I, I just have one question. And this, this uh, it, it goes on every time you say, I just take it at six and seven, because well, are we negating step 10 as alchemy? Because we've entered the world of the spirit. So these people that were worldly indeed, like myself, I flatly declare since I've come to believe in this power, I've done these steps in order to get to 10. I've entered the world of the spirit. I, I'm understanding that I'm in the world of the spirit and I'm trying to check these trains, this selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear as they come in as these manifestations of self. And I want to get them out. Of, I don't want to get on those trains when they come through my head. So I give them over to God right there in step 10. When we continue to watch, I'm watching from a different place. I'm watching from this uh, place that I am not at the center of everything. Um, and so I, I guess I don't I don't have 34 years, uh, so I, I've got I've got some time. I don't know if this is something that happens a little bit later. The rungs of the ladder fall off, and then I just keep going back to six and seven rather than using step ten as a way, you know, that I talk with somebody, get it out of my head, you know, yeah. make amends to my thinking, you know, not go apologize to somebody, but make amends to my thinking. So I like I'm trying to get my thought life on a much higher plane. In Eleven by getting these neurons and stuff to fire together to get this thought process that I've always been doing from the me being at the center of everything and, and my gravity pulling everything in and me blaming everything for being burned up in my atmosphere. So uh, I just wonder why the negation of, of 10 and straight back to six and seven. And it's not so much of a negation of 10. I think 10 was very helpful at another point and then six and seven became more dominant. That's all. It's not like, a, I think that's what happens. You grow into something and then some of the aspects get more emphasized in a certain way. And then it changes and morphs into another. But the, the direction of the growth is you have the same director and it's in the same direction. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel... Uh, it's almost as if you learned uh, a dance routine and then part of the 
joy of that is to, a lot of improvisation. Yes. Yeah. You're not now, counting that your steps people anymore. Some I keep doing the same dance. They may want to do the same dance routine, and that's fine. But I don't believe it's not fine to improv to do improvisation. Yeah, to improvise, never losing the basic theme. Yeah, it's sort of like a jazz player. A jazz player, they just go off, but they never leave the theme. Yeah, they just play around it, over it, under it. Yeah, this is, is uh, the art of living. So I don't believe AA is a straitjacket. Yeah. And I don't believe, you know, this, therefore, that, I believe, has power, but I don't believe it stays that way. It's this, therefore something else yeah it's just that's how and i just attempt to live live by the spirit but first i needed to live by the program but i feel now i live by the spirit that has been introduced that unsuspected in a resource became suspected through the program yeah and i take the direction of the spirit uh is the first direction now, how it looks may be the program, but sometimes it doesn't look like the program, but it's spirit, yeah? Yeah. I like the idea of free-range alcoholic, not... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that I don't have a lack of respect or, uh, or step 10, but I don't have a lot to... I don't believe... There's a point where I used to have to tell people I worked with to stop doing inventory because it was it had become a vehicle of selfing where they were just really, it was a form of obsessing over self again. Yeah. And so that's a subtle thing, but you can see the flavor in it in sometimes. So if you allow self to hang around long enough, it's going to claim whatever you're doing. Yeah. And it's going to put its little spin on it. Yeah. And then uh, you may be living the letter of the law, but you're not feeling the spirit of it, which I don't believe. Uh, I think there's a the way of AA, but I don't think AA is, a, is the way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think living under these principles is the way. And it can look a lot different from one person to the other, yeah? But all basically on the same, yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of us need a foundation with a frame. Some of us need, the frame can change over time, but the foundation always stays the same. And sometimes there's no frame, there's just foundation, yeah? And then it may look like, wow, that guy, a house was built on that foundation. That looks pretty interesting. It's unusual. It doesn't look as like all the other houses on the block. Yeah. That's the freedom of expression that I feel we get involved in or touched by. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, whatever is working for whoever or whatever is working for, I'm all for. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not for telling. Uh, I can sort of tell how it is, 
but I can't tell how it's going to be unless you're talking about alcoholism, you know, the effects. Yeah. But I can tell all I can share is how it is for me. It may work better for you in another way. Yeah. Today. Yeah. So I feel uh, six and seven, I like a lot better right now. <laughs> it just seems much quicker. <laughs> seems like the shoot is right there. And I can just put it in. <laughs> I don't, it's sort of like I've sent so many messages in that direction. I don't think I can, I need to put it in an envelope and sign it. Yeah. I just don't. I think I'm on a, 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 a relation. I just put it in the chute and let it go. <laughs> a six and seven. I figure they'll. I figure it will figure out where it came from. <laughs> uh, all right, thanks, bro. I'm happy to see Thank you, you again. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. That was great. Any other hands? Uh, let's see, Greg. Hey, everybody. Hey, Paul. Hey, Greg. And also so one set thing though, but just as a. a I'm very happy. Jimmy always gets things going in there, but this is one person. I'm not the I'm not the spokesperson of the program. I'm a member sharing from the effects of the program. Yes, yeah. So it's uh, I'm not saying, and it's not my program that it's what I'm sharing. <laughs> it's. Yes, I'm not speaking for the program, and it's not my program. I'm speaking about what I've seen and what I'm seeing and the effects and how things go and how things went and what's been revealed and what's been left in a beautiful mystery. Yeah. So thanks. All right. Who else? Hey, Paul. Um yeah, so uh, I, what was coming up for me uh, was about dropping importance. Um, yesterday, I, I had the opportunity to go get a, a blood transfusion because my blood's been low. And I'm, I'm still into believing that the cancer's gone. <laughs> um, but it's going to take some time for the body to heal and catch up and repair itself. Yeah. So I'm there and I'm getting the transfusion and all of a sudden my, it's not mine, the head starts saying, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't what you should be doing. And not only, with, no, just let me back up a second. Not only was it a blood transfusion, A plus type blood from someone that donated it, hopefully some like gymnast or something, right? But it was also irradiated. So it was like really good blood. And uh mm -hmm. And, you know, and I feel awesome today as a result of it, but it's interesting how in that moment, when they told me it was irradiated, um, self came up and started defend, like, how dare you do something without letting me know? <laughs> when, when I was having the opportunity to go into the unknown and experience something completely different than I've ever experienced having a transfusion. And, and I'm, I'm in the, living in the results of that in this moment. Um, uh, although sometimes, uh, when that happens, there's a lot of emotions that come up and, and, uh, uh, 
I don't, unless I'm not hearing the message, right? I don't hear a lot of talk about that because there's, as those old ideas and concepts and stuff are leaving that don't work, don't serve a higher purpose. Um, what I'm noticing is a lot of feelings. Can you speak anything about that, that, that need to leave, but they aren't mine anymore. Well, yeah, well, that in a way is, you could see that there's a recognition of stuff that's not you on an emotional content. And now that's being changed. That's like a living six and seven. Yeah. So the emotions are, are not like particular thoughts. They're more like a substance or a fluid, like a viscosity. Yes. You don't get, you know, you don't, you can't take, you know, emotion and it's only two inches long and it weighs a half. It's more, it's, it's more of like a fluid. It spreads and stuff. So the, the changing of the emotional state is different than the changing of the thought state. Yeah. Yet a lot of it has to do with seeing the thoughts in a new light and then the emotions get shifted. So I, a lot of times, feel a lot of sadness, but it's very rich. Yeah, You know, I don't know how to explain it, but it doesn't make me sad. It no. makes me incredibly grateful and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So I believe the alchemy of AA, the process of AA, can take the viscosity of emotion and change and make it more fluid or whatever yeah yeah and also to uh, uh because the thought system through the identification of self has really clouded emotions up i feel most people don't know how they're feeling because i don't think it's necessary to know how you're feeling that's another kind of knowledge and that knowledge of emotion isn't usually based on knowing it's based on a sense of feeling, yes? It's a different category. And yet, for many of us, the emotional conditions and that emotional atmosphere or environment is totally overridden by the mental, you know, the conceptual language programming, yeah? Where the emotions are like, a, you know, a wetlands we don't want to go near, you know? It's not really water. It's not really ground. I don't know. Yeah. And so people think sometimes they mistake excitement as anxiety. Yeah. So they're excited about something and not afraid of it. They're exciting that they're going somewhere. Yet their head's saying it's you're afraid to go. Yeah. But it's excitement. Yeah. It's exciting. So uh, that's why we don't put much words on the emotions. I think the healing of emotions are best going on unnoticed in a lot of ways. Yeah? Yeah, because what is going to claim the noticing of it will translate or interpret the emotions, which is the head state. In the, the more stories. The head, the head condition seems to play the role, or it believes it's the role of being the manager of these other conditions. Yeah. I'd much rather 
give the emotional state over to this power and see what it does with it, yeah? But yeah, yeah it, it, it sometimes, it, it, it not like it used to be. I used to be all over the darn place, uh, but now, now when they come up, yeah, I, I, I'm grateful that I'm having feelings, even though, like you say, I don't sometimes don't know what they are and I don't really care. I'm not trying to identify this is a happy feeling or sad feeling or remorse or whatever. I'm, uh, and I, I know whatever it is, it's just moving through um, in that moment. Um, the, the thing is, Greg, though, too, there's, it's less, it's, you can't define the tail from the nose of an emotion. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't, it's, there's a feeling going on all the time, in a sense. There's feelings, yeah? So it's difficult to sort of cut out the river and, you know, without losing the sense of rivering, yeah? So I, I leave emotions pretty much alone and talk about what lords over the emotions and is what's interpreting the emotions and is what's using the emotions for its own little agenda. I much rather see the occupying force than the rivers of the country that is, they're trying to take over. Yeah. I think the rivers are going to flow. Yeah. Like it says, first there's a, a healing and then the, the other shit, the other conditions will heal. Yeah. Where yeah. the target of recovery is to, is to see, to get relief from the insanity that used to precede the first drink and have that replaced with sanity. And I think once that's in place, as an alcoholic, the other conditions that play a role in this experience will uh, come under a, a fucking good orderly direction like the head is being put under, yeah? So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I'd rather just... Uh, I don't even think they've done a good job naming emotions. <laughs> and they no. very rarely have done any good job teaching what is what. Yeah. And I think the less we try to apply knowledge to it, the better when it comes to emotional states. I do. I do. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. So there you have it with that. Yeah. So good. Thanks. To the allow to see the letting of the emotions, why you're feeling it is they're not so damned up anymore. Yeah, which is good because the head builds dams. Yeah, it does. It wants. It doesn't want an ocean. It wants a pool. It wants to have. It wants to surround everything with it. Yeah, and emotions are above its pay scale. It can't figure it out. So it tries to neuter it by naming it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? It's like you're in an orchestra and you're, the head is mostly attuned to listening to like the electric guitar. And that yet there's, a, there's other things that are playing at the same time, like a bass line or something that it's underemphasizes. Yeah. And that would, I would say, would be the emotional conditions and how they flow and move and stuff. Yeah. 
Oh, hey, one more thing. Uh, I've been to Burning Man twice and stayed at Anonymous yeah. Village. So yeah, I know. There's a lot of sober yeah. people out there, and they're awesome, and meetings and to boot. <laughs> yeah, I never had any problem with Burning Man. I have problem with dust. Dust, yeah, the dust. <laughs> I'm not into it with the lungs, no. No. No, my lungs, my lungs cannot practice them principles in all their affairs. I've got to limit certain affairs concerning the lungs. <laughs> it's, like, it's like in this experience as a body, my sinuses have been, well, who would have thunk, you know, tons of cocaine in it. My sinuses have do not have the adaptability as other aspects of my body do. So my sinuses do not adapt well to altitude. Sinuses do not adapt well to, to changing the environment. Yeah. Everything else may feel great. The sinuses just can't catch up. So <laughs> it's just, it's nice to recognize that instead of dragging shit along that can, uh, can adapt to what's going on right now. Yeah. 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 So I have it with the leg. My one leg is completely different than the other because of the damage. It's like to the shoes, they have to have to. It's just completely different. It's like you think you have your you have two legs. This I have two completely different environments that I walk on. <laughs> What works for one does not work for the other. <laughs> and not much works for the other. <laughs> there you go. Why? <laughs> it's why? just the way it is. I don't like, I don't get into why much. You know? <laughs> it's just like, what? What is it got going to do? If I know it, is it going to really change the experience? No, it ain't. <laughs> yeah. Why am I fucked? <laughs> <laughs> Just admit the fuck. Yeah. Just admit the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You know. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Greg. I'm happy you're doing. You're feeling well. And yeah, uh, a big shot of irradiated blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than uh, dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I already, <laughs> see. I have a. I'm a perfect example of not knowing something that had a huge effect on a physical level. When I got sober, it had been a long time since I was a kid, yeah? And I, without knowing it, I had a rod in my leg from this accident and a huge colony of staff was living on that rod, yeah? So basically I was truly being used for transportation by like a parasite, if you want to call it that way. I'm not talking from, I was totally, I was completely taken over by a parasite. Let's call it staff, yeah? I was walking around the first few months and not having anything to compare it with. Surprise, it didn't seem that, that cool. I felt like shit. <laughs> <laughs> because the staff affection was an unsuspected thing going on that was having a huge effect. I didn't know why. And then once it was finally diagnosed and taken care of, I went entered the second phase of sobriety, which was being free from staff. And it was fucking great. 
just like you had that irradiated blood and you feel great. Happened with me. The way I traveled was so much better because this unsuspected, though very influential thing was fucking dealt with. Yeah. And this is what's going on with us now. We're all on the operating table and we're all being worked on. Just don't get up and don't play doctor. Yeah. 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 You're not the one that's going to complete the operation. <laughs> You're the expression. Yeah. Yeah. Something's working on us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We are not the user. We're being used. That's the point. Yeah. So, oh, thanks, Greg. Nice to see you. I'm happy you're feeling great today. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Good to see you as well. Yes. All right, Paul. We, we don't have any more hands and it's 1145. All right. That's good. I, uh, yeah. Again, like my, uh, my head is ringing because my sinuses are trying to get over the effect of the plane ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I don't see how, if you just looked at the experience of the body, you could say that you're the body. <laughs> it, just it just doesn't. It sure feels like the body's affecting something in there <laughs> that I don't believe is of the body. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I'm really nice to see everybody today. Let me say goodbye. Greg, fantastic. Thank you. Michael, Stacy, as always. Oh, Mike, are you going to be there this afternoon? Oh, great. Thank you. We got Al from Vegas. And also, we're hopefully going to get it. They recorded this talk I did down in Mexico was at an AA group. It was the highlight of my trip. We're going to put it up there. They let me talk for like 45 minutes. I think it was a nice share. At least the effect of it for me and others was great. So hopefully it will have, I think the effect has, will linger in it and it should be able to be duplicated through audio. Yeah. All right. We got Bill Churchman. And also we have a meeting today on the other topic <laughs> of non-duality at 4.30 Pacific time. More than welcome. It's on the events. No password. Just hit the Zoom. All right. We got Kathy in Ohio. Nice to see you, Kathy. We got, uh, let's see. Uh, we got Anonymous right here. He's looking at me with a pair of glasses. Nice to see you. Mickey, as always. Kathleen, G, just happy now. Yeah. Yes. Virginia, the UK, always pleasure to see Virginia drop in. Chris B, as always, Walter from the Netherlands. Joseph from France, nice to see you. Joseph is in France, he's not of France. Pretty good. Alex and Jacob, I don't see Jacob. Oh, I see Jacob, I don't see Alex. Yeah, yeah. Nice to see one of you and know the other one's there. Very good. We got Sally. Nice to see Sally. Thank you, Sally. You got the, the head stirred up. It's good. Curtsy, as always. Thank you, my brother. Take it easy. Gail, uh, Gail you're, you're actually 
putting out false evidence. It's not Gail from Southern California. It's Gail from the pink cloud. Yes, all right. We have Giselle. Oh, Giselle in Las Vegas. Well, two Las Vegans today. I hit the jackpot. Oh, pretty good. We got Jimmy R. Thank you, Jimmy. Yes. Miranda. Good, Miranda. Good. Great. 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 Nina, as always, great to see you. Jax in California. Is this your first time here, Jax? Or you've been here? How it is? Welcome. Yeah. Nice to see you. John K, as always. We got Roman. You know it's it's uh, winter in Germany when I see the radiator close to Roman. Yeah, there he goes. Yes. Uh, we've got uh, we got that. We got Chris from Mammoth Lake. Nice to see Chris. Bruce, I don't see him, but he's there. Dave E from San Diego. Uh, Dave, is this your first time here? Yes or no, I can't see you. You're not moving. Lori, uh, I think that's about it. If I missed you, oh, Paul. It was Paul that was anonymous earlier. Nice to see you, Paul. And um, yeah, thank you, everyone. Great we'll to be again. Bye, Paul. Thanks, Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Bye, Kurt. Yeah, thank see you, you guys. Hey, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks, Kurt. Paul. See you later. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. Good job, Kurt. They all ran Thanks, away. Mike, for all your service. Mike's off screen. Mickey, I'll see you soon. What, what, you have a regular schedule, Mickey. What day is yours? Um, I, I just wait for the message to come up with the schedule and um, let's see. Like this 